Kids and Chow people and welcome back to the School of Knowledge podcast. This is episode three and shit has hit the fan people. Piers Morgan has quit or resigned or mutual agreement or whatever, sat. Good morning Britain, that's the biggest news now and obviously that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry interview with Oprah. Wow! Uh, I, I watched it last night and I had so, I've got so many, so many, so many notes, um, just like writing down my points and what I was going to talk about today and just all the, all the things that I've, I've analysed and my opinions on it, but then I'm just, I've just been reading Twitter and Instagram and it's just flooded and flooded with Meghan Markle, so I thought, you guys have got your own opinions on this and, you know, whether it's right or wrong, you know, um, racist, you know, the, the royals, or good or bad, or, you know, I just thought, no, oh, maybe you guys don't want to listen to that, so, because I was going to do a whole podcast on it, but I thought, no, this is, this is not what we're about, so, but we are about the current news, which is fair, but I'm just going to quickly just go through what my opinions on things are, um, my first thought is, damn, these issues are so damn relatable, so damn relatable. And obviously, I'm not, you know, we're not living in palaces and we're not fucking filthy rich and, you know, our grandmother ain't the queen. Yeah, obviously that, but everything that she says about each drama or each cause of, of chaos is so damn relatable in, in, in a family. Like, uh, Kate cried over the, the daughter, uh, the flower the flower girl incident, the dress incident, uh, the, the family feud at the wedding. Now, I've been in so many family weddings, cousins, sisters, you know, aunties, uncles, whatever, right? There is always, always some drama. And it depends on how big that drama goes, it's depending on how big the, the character is and how, or how stubborn it is or how relentless bridezilla the girls are um what else um let me have a look now so uh, yeah so that's relatable and obviously everyone loves their nan right that's relatable and uh oh fuck yeah well obviously let's talk about the big point here the biggest point here in yesterday's interview was when there was concerns on how dark archie's skin is going to be now i don't know if this is going to shock you or i don't know if you're surprised but have a think about it in your family even if you're white black asian whatever right is there anyone in your family that would say the same 100 percent, my family like my my whole my whole family like not my whole family but my family they would talk about the color of the skin that is so damn relatable, especially we got like, especially in in, the, in this day and age now, where us Vietnamese, right, me me full of me Vietnamese, is more more than likely to date a white girl or to have a kid with a white girl, to have a kid with a, a black girl, and it's not just the parents, the skin, but I don't, obviously the 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 only difference is is whether they'll be concerned or whether they'll just generally talk about it. My cousin, my cousin had a had a kid with a a, a white guy. And when she was pregnant, I was like, "Ooh, oh, he's, he's gonna, have, he's gonna be a beautiful boy, beautiful skin." Right? So we do talk about skin and the tones. Now, in a derogatory way, personally, I've not 
I've not heard it in in the derogatory because I don't think my family has done with love. Uh, I don't think I know anyone. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we have. Yeah, no. Yeah, we never talked about it in a derogatory way, actually. Yeah, that's fucking all so stupid. My cousin, my cousin. Um... No, I'm fucking thinking of someone else. Oh my god. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I swear, all right. My family is so big that I, I, I don't know who, who's, who's my, my nieces and nephews, who's my second cousins and third cousins and not. Oh shit. Please forgive me there. But yeah, in the, my, my, my point is. Discussions of skin tone is a thing in family, hence that's why I say it's so relatable. Now, where it, in a derogatory way, I've never experienced it myself. I've never seen it myself. But in a curious, cu- curious way. Now, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not sticking up for the royals here or anything. Like that. I'm just saying, skin, skin tone and skin color is a thing. And I know, I know, like if I had babies, right, with any other race than me, and and my race, right, that would be one cute motherfucker. Right, that's all I'm saying. That's all. Oh, uh, what else did we talk about? Yeah, and then oh shit, yeah, the part where they feel like they have to leave, have to take a step back, have to take a breath, step back, and and realize that we don't want to be involved or we don't want to be around you as much because this is all negative shit. That's relatable. How many times have you, have you guys, like, you guys seen it yourself or your sisters or your brothers or yourself go, I'm moving out. Don't, don't speak to me. Obviously, in the long run, and you hope for it to get resolved or you get over things and depending on that. Like, sisters' feuds is, is so, so, so common. So common. Like I know, I know sisters. They don't, they don't even speak three good two, three years. And in my head, it's like, how is that possible? But it, it's happened because of the strong personality, because of stubbornness, or who's right, who's wrong, whatever. It's, it's so, so relatable, so relatable. And don't even get me started on, you know, in-laws and um, like the brother's girlfriends or the brother's wife future wife, the, the fiance, don't even get me started because that's fucking, like, it's all over the place. Snide comments here and there. It's just fucking family, family foods. That's, that's what, that's, that's the biggest thing that I talk about on it. It's like, you know, these people, obviously take away their, their money and their fame and, and the royalties and the names and the dukes and the titles, right? The, 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 it's just family. Family feuds and just fucking differences, and obviously we're all—they're all grown up, so they're all so they're all grown and mature. And if they think they're right, if one thinks they're right and the other one thinks they're right, then then and chaos is gonna happen. Obviously, but then the, the the fucked up thing is is the way Harry called it the firm or the institution. I I never realised it was like that, but if, obviously it made it made sense because obviously. The Royals is a company, yeah. Fucking, there's a brand, and there's gonna be people working there giving advice to the Queen. Because even though you say the Queen is the leader, but obviously she's gonna have so many people whispering in her ear. This is the, this is the right. This is tradition. This is the way. And the Queen has to listen because it, of the brand, right? And obviously Prince William and Charles more that side and Harry but fucking hell ever since I was younger I knew Harry was a 
as a G, was a G, was was that, was our, was the people's prince, you know? And I love Diana, love Diana. But when this talks about the firm and the institution, I was like, is that even related? Is that, does that even count when it's actually the fucking bloodline? The first bloodline, I was like, wow, that's mad. And then I, I had to laugh when Megan said she went to HR. I was like, fuck. They got a human resource department, but obviously they do because it's a fucking company. But I was just like, Bras. she actually went to HR. But like I said, my that that's that's what I want to talk about. Like family foods, it's all relatable. Brides, bridesmaids, flower girls, sisters, in-laws arguing. You guys make your own decisions and see what you see or see what you want to see or feel feel what you want to feel and voice what you want to voice but that's that's my two pence on it as whereas Piers Morgan now just a quick one of Piers Morgan he had it coming they weren't it weren't gonna end the character he is just like that Kate Hopkins woman the character that he is one subject and it happened to be this one he blew up he took it overboard 100% now I don't want to see anyone lose the job or whatever but this one he just didn't back down he was relentless absolutely relentless and clearly was like avoiding the prince andrews issue but he's relentless it was, it was really really bullying and then obviously twitter gave it him back a bit of harsh abuse and all that i don't know or, or and even complaints on on good morning britain and so he had to quit and but that piers morgan he's not a fucking dumb he's one's Listen, he's in the he's been in the business for absolutely donkeys and he's he's got he'll he'll have something lined up or someone will want to take him. He's he's not short of cash. Yeah, but he he but he did take it overboard. That's it. Like he, he is good at what he does. You can't not deny that. The interviews with Matt Hancock trying to put him under pressure, trying to get him to to uh, say like the nurses, the, the treatment of the nurses or the, the way he, he spent the PPE, the the masks. Oh, fucking, like the way he handled like Matt Hancock and the other Tories, like questioning him, puts him really under pressure. He is good at what, what he does, there's no denying that. Just this one was a bit too fucked up for him. And yeah, I'm sick of seeing him on my Twitter feed, to be honest with you. Right, that's a quick one. Move on, innit? Move on to a big issue, innit? Well, Racism. Now, when we talk about racism, um, yeah, when we talk about racism, uh, one thing always is always just pops in my head is where we dealt with uh, racist remarks, and hence Salon be talking is right now instead of at the end. I'll do this right now because I think it's very fitting, you know, coming from Meghan Markle to the Salon be talking story. Now, Salon be talking. Let's get it. Oh shit. Um, before we move on, I've just quickly chat on my phone. Basically, Piers Morgan quit because he refused to apologise because uh, he didn't believe that the Duchess of Sussex was suicidal, as she claimed. So he refused to uh, apologise and we had 40,000 off com complaints. Well done to them lot, uh, which I think is right. Uh, so he refused and so he quit. He's been there for six years. Wow. Yeah, well... Let's let's get this um let's get this out the um let me clear something out. Suicidal suicidal thoughts, depression, anxiety is a fucking serious thing and it's 
subjective and it's all relative to each individual person. I personally never felt suicidal, but I have a few friends that have, have been through this and it's so hard and I, I cannot understand it, but I try and I know it's their thing, that it's their problem that you're there to deal with and you have to be there and you can never say, you're, you never think that, oh, what are you being so silly for? Because it's, because it's not silly to them. It's, that's why it's such a, such a sensitive subject. It's not silly to them and um, I was speaking to a friend yesterday who, who, who has been, you know, who has one who had a period in her, in her life where she was suicidal and she said, I believe Megan because she, her vivid explanation of the memories of the moments of her being suicidal when Megan explained to her, you know, when Prince Harry was holding her hand tightly in, in that function, in that, that, that TV like show thing, I don't know, at the Royal Albert Hall, that moment, like she said, that I can relate to because when you're in that thought, you remember these specific points and how you felt that at that point. But yeah, um, so Piers Morgan for saying that is is really, really dickish move and inconsiderate and um, damn right wrong. You, you just can't say that because you never know what what of what people feel. Yeah, anyways, sorry. Um, yeah, just breaking news that. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Uh, yeah, let's go straight into my sound be talking. Like when I talk about racism, we deal with a lot of racist remarks, and majority it is casual racism. Like when someone's on the phone and they're doing, and I'm doing their nails, and they go, "Oh, I'm just at the Chinese." You know that that that's to me is casual racism, right? That to me I can let slide. Or the, when they go. Oh, you're from China, aren't you? Or, you know, little things like, oh, um, what do you do for Christmas? Do you eat Do you eat the same food as we do? <laughs> you know, shit like that. That I can let slide because it's, it's naivety and lack of knowledge and lack of education, right? Or lack of being around. Because, I mean, we're in Liverpool for fuck's sake, you get me? There ain't many fucking Vietnamese people around here. Or any ethnic around here is majority white. So casual racism, we could let slide and we try and educate our fuck, you know. My my fire alarm's beeping every five minutes. I don't understand. I'm so sorry, guys. But it's casual racism. Let slide and we'll we'll, we'll try and talk to him like, if we can't be asked or if we're not tired. We'll we'll try and you know say this is this and then like ninety percent of the time they won't say it again because they understand, right? Now this one time and when it's fucking hardcore racism, we'll ban him or we we'll kick him out and we say. Thank you, but we wouldn't. We, we don't want your 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 custom here. Now this story is a bit different because she wasn't exactly a customer. She wasn't exactly a customer. So I know I know a lot of stories is just before lockdown, but this is on the day of lockdown, the day the day before lockdown. So we was banging out the sets. We was banging out the acrylics. Everyone was in. We had like twelve staff in, and every half an hour. Boom, 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 customers, 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 customers. COVID secure, like, but it's relentless. We worked 8 a.m. and it was 8 p.m. Now, 8 p.m., this is the our last um, customers. Now, 
I was in the back doing working, trying to get, trying to finish off all our clients, and I could hear some sort of like arguing at the front and uh, arguing at the front, right? Some mutterings, and I could hear the customers go, go <gasps> like gasp, gasp, and then oh my god, I can't believe they said that. So I thought, what the hell's going on here? So I went to the front, and one of the staff said. Oh, a girl asked for a pedicure and we was done. We was absolutely exhausted. We was flat out. I, a girl asked for a pedicure and we said, sorry, we ain't doing any more customers. And then she goes, what the fuck? Don't you want my money? Uh, my money's not good for you. Uh, you guys, you guys, you guys are fucking Corona. And then what, what's out? And, and at that moment, we, it is laughable because it's so stupid and so silly, right? Um, so I moved to the front and started doing a customer there and this bitch came back This bitch came back. She went to Tesco's and she came back and then she pushed the door open, right? She was a brummy girl a brummy black girl. She was right and This bitch went just so you know, I've called the police You guys should be COVID secure You guys shouldn't have this these many people in here so I've called the police so ha 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 right and I went ah fucking jog on right right here we go now in a normal circumstance I'm professional <laughs> but I'm fucking tired and I can't be dealing with this shit so I was angry I was a little bit angry and annoyed for what she said before anyways right and I was on the edge um, I was on the edge and I said and I shouldn't have said it I know I shouldn't have said it but I said ha 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 Jog on, you've got smelly breath. <laughs> so she went, I called the police and I went, I'm like, fucking jog on, you got smelly breath. And she was about to walk out. And then, and then because I said that, everyone in the, the front of the store, front of the salon started laughing. And obviously, fucking black, brummy girl, fucking racist black girl, ain't gonna take that, <laughs> right? She ain't gonna take that, so... <laughs> she fucking came back firing. She go, who are you fucking talking to? I fucking called the police. Who are you fucking talking to? I went, what are you doing here? I said, so I said, what are you doing here? Move. We're not going to do your nails. Right? Move on. Jog on. Just please get out of here. And this is where me and her were like literally face to face. And on my left of me, there was one of our beloved customers. Oh, she's been she's been a customer like for us for like five years now she was secretly filming and then that brummy girl seen it and then so her attention from me drew off from me straight to her she goes what the fuck you, you filming for you fucking filming get outside now and I had to hold her back <laughs> uh, I had to hold her back she well the girl filming our customer was like Move and I'll and I'll stop filming. Stop film. Uh, uh, I'll delete it when she once you move. And she went, "Fucking get outside now! I'm gonna fucking kill you!" And then all our customers, four of our customers, they were at the front of the, the salon, like stuck up for us, which rightly so, right? Because they love us and we're good to them, and we're doing the nails. And the fucking the, the brummy bitch was being racist, right? One of the girls there go, "Just move." And then, and then, and then the brummy girl went, "Fucking stay out of here!" And then obviously, shut it, it quieted her down, right? 
but this girl, fair dues to Maggie who's filming, yeah, she stuck to her guns. Because let's, let's, not, yeah, let's not beat around the bush here, yeah. A brummy black girl against a small, you know, small petite white girl. You could make up the odds, like, on, in favour of the brummy girl, right? But she stuck to her guns. Right? She went, no, just move and I'll delete it. Move. Like, I was like, fucking just move. Just get out of here. And this bitch won't go. So we kind of usher, usher her out. Now, this brummy girl had a friend. Check this out. Check this motherfucking thing out, right? This brummy girl had a friend. And she came over. And I was like, so I thought, maybe I could reason with this girl. I'm like, please, just tell your friend. We're not doing the nails. Right? She's causing chaos. Just tell her to go. And then, I don't know. It, it must be a, a, a thing with girls. What well, girls, like, they, 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 they stand by each other. Rightly or wrongly in it. That's what they do. So I was expecting, yeah, let's go, let's go. Nope, she didn't say that, she went. No, she's being a bitch. We'll fucking fight her. I was like, whoa! <laughs> no, 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 no. So for me to be caught calling her, right, uh, she's got smelly breath. It's now from, <laughs> it's from attack to me, turning to the, to the, to the girls at this, to my customers at the shop, which we can't be having, right? Um, I went, listen, we're gonna fucking call the police, right? If you don't move, you're being racist, right? And and you're threatening our customers. And then the brummy girl, the brummy girl, black girl goes, who's being racist? I'm not being racist. <laughs> um, is that? I went, what are you about? You just fucking said we fucking got the, got the uh, gave the corona. She goes, that ain't being racist. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, oh, fuck. So the line was, you guys you guys invented the corona anyways. All right, that was the line. So I said, you, can't, you just said that we invented the corona. And she goes, that ain't racist. That's just banter. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Right, and, and here's the thing. So we, we threatened, we pushed them out. She put her Tesco bags down at the bus stop. She goes, I'm waiting for it here. I'm fucking waiting for it here. <laughs> and in her eyes, I could see she's fucking demonic, crazy bitch, right? Um, I've got it on video. <laughs> I've got a video, but I'm not gonna put it up because I don't want to fucking embarrass the girl, whatever. Isn't it? But I'm waiting for her. I went, fucking, are we ever gonna get rid of this girl? And the girl filming, I, I, we sense like, shit, this is, she's almost done. We can't, we have to get rid of her. So we, we, we physically said, listen, we're gonna phone the police right now. Look, look, we're phoning the police right now. So she stayed at the bus stop for like five minutes. Walked past, slammed on the door. Fuck you, I'll wait for you, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. <laughs> All right. And um, eventually she left. And then we had to make, we, we had to make sure the girl, because she had a friend as well, the girl who was filming was, was safe. Uh, so so we took him to the train station, how they, how, how they got on, because she was with a friend. You know, just to be sure, to be sure, because God knows, you know what I mean? You hear stories of fucking like gang batterings and shit like that, just to be sure. We don't want to, you know, for them sticking up for us. We don't want, we don't want them to get beaten up on the streets of Liverpool because of me saying smelly breath, you know? But uh, now, talking like this, and the girl, you know, you guys create Corona. I think, I'm pretty sure she said ching chong, ching chong a few times after she fucking shut the door on us. Um, 
and I'm not being racist, that's just banter, right? Now, she, it sounds like I'm describing an 18-year-old, 19-year-old maybe, 20 max. This girl was fucking old, right? She was minimum 25, minimum. Now, don't get me wrong, as well, like, there's races, right? But, like, you be, being a black woman should be should know better than that. Like, an older, mature, should be mature, should be life-educated, life-experienced enough to know that fucking racism doesn't get you anywhere. And what, what is that going to solve? And what are you trying to prove? And, and you want to fight a young girl? Because clearly, but well, maybe maybe she knew that if this gets out, then it could go viral. Because, but fucking hell, you're 25. You're probably older. Probably older. One of the guys said, "No, oh, she's older than 25." I was like, "Really? Rah. Youngest 25? Yeah." But come on. But yeah, um, this is the time where I should say, like, shout out to all our loving customers, all our supportive customers, like. In the, in, I know, I know 90% of our customers would, would do the same and protect us and tell them to move and have our backs. Like, I know that and that's very, very special and very, very rare. Uh, some people, yeah, obviously some people would mind their own business and just let us deal with it or whatever. But because we've been here, we've been at that salon for such a long time and we're, we're so friendly and, you know, the, the, they are our friends. That They're, they're so supportive and they've they, they got our backs. So girls in that salon, in L1 Nails on that day, who witnessed that. And thank you for having our backs. Much appreciated. Yeah. Just want to bring a few um, topics out here concerning my last, last week's episode, uh, last week's podcast on... You know the the story where the Romanian escort came into the shop. Um, I've had a few feedback and I've had a few messages and a few comments, which rightly so, saying that it, it was a bit inappropriate of me and a few things that they've noticed that I, maybe I shouldn't have done. I should have done better. I should have, I didn't handle it very well or not worded it right correctly. Which hands up to them and thank you so much for you know uh, messaging me and, and letting me know because like I did like I did did say on the the podcast like I am this is all new to me and like some of these things I'm I'm very un, uneducated about but it doesn't mean that I want I, I, I want to keep offending because I, I, I don't want to offend you know um what happened was uh, the first thing is was was I should have asked for the the pronouns and I shouldn't have used he which is makes sense now I should have used they and uh, instead of just assuming that they wanted to be he, or I just can call him a he, like only only recently I've I've only noticed you know on people's TikToks or Twitters or Instagrams they have pronouns now like he or him, her or she, and they they or them. Do, do you get me? And that's that's all new to me, and I was. I was and it's becoming more and more apparent and more and more clear and more and more of a thing that, you know, we should respect, we should respect what each individual wants to be called. And I should have, yeah, I should have, maybe, I, yeah, like I said, like, this is on, like, I'm still um, lacking knowledge, <laughs> lacking knowledge of that. So, yeah, she, the, the, uh, the, to the people that messaged me, yeah, thanks, thanks for that. Like, like I said, I don't mean no harm. It was just a story. 
And the other thing was, yeah, maybe I was being too personal, like, because it's a bit hypocritical of me. Because um, if I'm asking, you know, for, like, if she's having, if, sorry, if, fucking hell, if they they are having a boob job and asking, uh, asking if they're going to get, you know, surgical um, penis removal, then it's a bit hypocritical for me for, to be a bit shocked when they ask for my manhood. Which I do see the point. Um, mine was yeah, cause, but 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 my my side is like I'm just I was curious and and I just wanted to let the conversation flow. Whereas their act was you know a a sexual one. Um, but 100%. If, if looking back, looking back, I, if I was there again, I probably wouldn't wouldn't even touch that subject ever again I won't even I won't even ask I would just talk about the weather and make jokes about music or stuff like that you know um, but yeah like I said thanks thanks for pe- like thanks for people messaging me you know I'm trying to you know I'm trying to learn as well whilst doing this and I, I love to I love hearing feedback and I'm, I take it all on board I'm not I'm not one of these narcissistic and inconsiderate and think I'm more high and mighty because I'm fucking not I know I'm not and this like this trans thing and gender um yeah it's just it's a bit confusing to me hold my hands up and but I do not want to offend it's not it's not I'm not here to offend people so if anyone was offended then I do apologize but yeah it's not my intentions and I hope you know that because I think I'm a stand-up guy, you know. <laughs> um, right, anyways, to lighten up the mood, fucking hell. So, <laughs> let me tell you this story. And then I'll like to know in it. Um, so, I'm a TikTok guy. I hold my hands up. I don't do many dances and whatnot, right? Because I leave that for the fucking girls and, you know, the younger lot. But I use TikTok because it makes me laugh, you know, and like science prove it that if you laugh you fucking live longer and you're happier so but i don't go in a lot I, like every now and again i just flick through 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 laugh hit the likes button and um and yeah turn off and move on with my day-to-day life <laughs> now don't at me at this or don't fucking laugh at this but i've been single for a while now and this girl commented on one of my tiktoks and i thought ooh, she looks she looks cute so i i clicked on her I went, oh yeah, she looks she looks over the age, you know, oh, 20, 25 plus. I think I'm gonna slide. Now nah, I'm not a slider, right? I fucking don't. Man's 33, <laughs> right? I don't know how to slide. I don't know really what, what, or the, the etiquette <laughs> of how to slide. Because it's, it's over my head. But I thought, I feel a bit thinking, yeah, let's get a bit of conversation going. And I messaged her, I went, hey, do you like my TikTok? What are the chances of, of a Vietnamese guy like me, you know, uh, getting to know someone like you? <laughs> so a bit like that, right? <laughs> Fuck off, right? Don't even laugh, right? <laughs> so much, right? And then she messaged me. Before we talk, how old are you? Then my head went, stress levels went up to the max. I went, fuck. Am I, do I look that old now or do I look that? young or what do I look am I not old now where people f- fucking questioning my age so I panicked I panicked 
and I um, I asked my work um, WhatsApp group, I'm like, guys, be honest with me, how old do I look? Now, I'm, man's 33, right? I'm 33, so I'm like, be honest with me, how old do I look? And then some one of the girls went, around mm, 28, 29. And that fucking hurt my heart, man. It hurt me so bad. I was like, fuck what? 28, 29. Right, here's, here's, now you think, what are you on about last fucking four years? Your, 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 your actual age? Now, here's my point. As an oriental guy, right, we look young. 90% of us look younger than what we are. Right, facial hair ain't even a thing. I can't even grow a beard. I can't even grow a mustache. That's why, you know, that's why when I get pissed off at fucking white guys when they grow a beard and you know that they're fucking, you shave that beard off and there's fucking no game. You've got that bare beard and you get game. That's why I wanted to grow a beard, right? So, so hear me out. So I know I look younger than my age. Now, when I was 18, man looked 12. So when I was 25, man was looking 18. I was getting girls both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I was getting the 25, 26 year olds, 27 year olds, yeah. And fucking anything up to eight and... No, let me wear this right, right. 18 and above. <laughs> so to hear that I've gone a seven, eight age gap look, yeah? So from when I was 25, I looked 18, seven years, right? So from now being 33 to looking only 28, 29, from a seven year age gap difference to becoming a four, it fucking hurt my heart, man. I was like, fuck, do I look that old? And now, is what you don't know about with or what you may or may not know about Oriental people is you look young for certain time of your life and then when it hits you you fucking hit a boss a double knocker boss hits you in your fucking face right and then out of nowhere you fucking eat her <laughs> so i was a bit depressed about that so i fucking googled it i went what is it and then i asked my sister and she goes yeah it's when you smile you fucking you get crows in it i get these crows at the side of my eyes do you get me not slanted eyes, you know what I mean? I've got fucking nice eyes, but what, like, like, so when I smile, I get crows at the side, and, fuck, uh, fuck, and it's your bags, you get more bags, so more stress. Obviously, I'm fucking more stressed, right? Because I'm older, and I'm fucking managing a busy fucking salon store, um, salon. Um, so I googled, I googled things, right? And he says, green tea bags for your eyes. So I've, I've just got some green tea. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking put it in my eyes, man, because it's fucking depressing. Like, what, so next year I'll be fucking looking like a 30 year old, do you know what I mean? I can't have that. That's one thing I've always boasted about myself. Like, I didn't care, like, I don't care when people, you look young, look young. I never, and I don't think care, I don't care when I get asked for an ID at the shop. Yeah, I'm happy with it, because I'm used to it, and I want to look young, because I'm, I'm fucking, this baby face, oh. That baby face didn't last forever, did it? Fucking hell. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Um, thank you so much for listening. I swear down is going to get better. And, I don't know, more jokes and more stories. Um, yeah, um, gamble and people, love yous.